mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsassin. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. I have been doing um, a lot of research recently on, not, I wouldn't say a lot on recently, I've, I've been researching this for a while, but including it into my research again recently, let's put it that way, regarding the roles of masculinity within society. So when we talk about this, I'm talking about like these alpha, the beta, the um, gamma, delta, uh, and omega, uh, um, you know, I guess I would say roles because they're not necessarily personalities. It's more of like roles within society. Now, society has created this, uh, in my opinion, a a very um, incorrect version of what uh, a beta male is. And if we're going to be using that term of beta male and we look at what it really means within society, it's a hierarchical structure, right? So when we talk about alpha, beta, uh, gamma, delta, omega, and then some people want to refer to sigma, but sigma is not a real role within within any of this. But if we want to talk about that stuff, we have to really talk about that. You know, those roles are actually hierarchical roles within society, not necessarily personality traits. Now, people associating personality traits to them is, is it's subjective. There's nothing to substantiate that whatsoever, and we refer to it because it's like an idiom within society. It's not an actual. It's not an actual thing within society that we can say is is um, we can't t- translate it to an actual definition within society. Let's put it that way. So we, what we do is we make an association and create a stereotype around it, and we create this uh, this this connection to it through a social construct as opposed to an actual definition within the term. So we have to really kind of separate this because people want to say that there's the beta males. And I've said this term before too, before I started to really do research into it and look into it, I've said this term before too, and I've used it. And in all reality, for all intents and purposes, it's incorrect in how we use this as a society because by definition, it's a hierarchical structure. And I'm going to get into this in a second. But the first thing we want to address here is that when you're referring to somebody as a beta, um, being negative and and really just calling a guy effeminate, that's what we're doing when we we refer to betas. what you're actually doing is calling them the second in command. And in a hierarchical structure, that person actually has a role 
and in a leadership role at that within society. Now it's the same thing when we refer to now, most people don't refer to this because one, they haven't actually done the education on it to know that there's more than just alpha and beta. But then two, if you understand this, you know that there's uh, gamma, delta, and omega that are also part of this. And when you look at that, you can say, okay, each one has a role. The alpha is the lead dog. The beta is the second in command. The uh, gamma is third in command. Delta is fourth in command. And then omega is your has no essential leadership role within the hierarchical structure. So essentially, they're they're almost like that floating uh, person. You could almost even resonate with this as being aloof, just somebody who has no actual structure or no no leadership or no role within the structure other than just to be a participant within the societal structure. That's it. Um, so when we look at these things, we have to really kind of understand when we're, we're relating this to masculinity, let's really get a big picture of what we're trying to say here. If you're trying to say somebody's a beta, let's say that, for instance, if we're going to refer to somebody as a beta, we're actually referring to them as like a second in command. They're, they're somebody who isn't as leadership driven or as maybe energetically or spiritually impactful in a leadership uh, role to everybody around them, but they do actually possess a leadership role. Now, so when I look at these things, and again, I'm, I'm very big on understanding the terms that we use in society and really applying this um, because I just don't like us throwing around terms and thinking that everybody understands what it is. And, and it's not really true because we don't even understand what it is when we say it. We're saying it based on a societal construct of what we're referring to as an effeminate male. When if we use beta in its real term, it's a hierarchical structure of the second in leadership command. So when we have this, it's a conflict of terms. And I want us to just be correct, because if you're really just trying to call a man a bitch, call him a fucking bitch. Don't call him a beta because you're not actually using the right term. Call him a bitch and say he's effeminate if that's what you want to say. Um, but people are just very, they're passive aggressive and they're not clear with their words. And I want us to be clear with this. If, if, and I want us to be clear with this too, because another big part of this is that, you know, here I believe, firmly believe, if you guys have been listening to me for any amount of time, you know this that masculinity takes form in many different ways and personalities and applications within society. And what's important is that we authentically associate with our version of masculinity that's inside of us and say, hey, cool, like I am this guy, that's who I feel comfortable being, I am going to be him in every scenario. And it doesn't matter if it conforms to a societal construct of what they say men are supposed to be, because even the baddest motherfuckers out there, the dudes that are the fucking, you know, creme de la creme, much of those motherfuckers don't fit into the storyline that society's put out for men, right? So let, let's not play like this is either th that if you don't fit in there, you're weak or you're effeminate or you're not a dude. I've seen the strongest motherfuckers, dudes that you guys would all fucking be like, holy shit. I've seen these guys not conform to those stereotypes. So let's not do that. But let's talk about here is the fact that when we look at men and we look at the structure of masculinity, you guys know that I firmly believe men need to own their authenticity. And the reason why this whole conversation is important regarding the alpha, beta, um, uh, gamma, delta, omega, when we look at that and we say that that's important is because of the fact that 
when a man is in his power and masculinity, whatever version of that is, let's even classify him as any one of those, right? The alpha, beta, gamma, delta, omega. Let's classify him as any one of those. When he's truly in his masculinity in any of those roles, all that matters is that he's happy in that role and that he embraces that role because it's authentic to him. Not everybody is an alpha. And so when I see guys out there that are trying to be in the masculinity space and try and push every guy to be an alpha, bro, that's not real. Not every guy is an alpha. And some of you motherfuckers that act like you're alphas trying to push men to be alphas aren't even alphas. So let's not even go there. Let's just be real about all of this and say, hey, man, if you are in this beta role, right, which is somebody who is actually some a, a second in leadership role in the hierarchical structure of by definition, if that is you and you like being more of a supporting leader and you can take some qualities of a leadership on when the number one is occupied, that's not a bad thing. Every role within society has a function. And every role, if we go back to, let's go to pop culture, because you guys know how much I love movies. You guys know how much, I know how much you guys love movies. Um, if you go back to pop culture and you just look at pretty much any hero within a story, any Marvel character, anybody, they all have people in their lives or in the storyline that are betas, gammas, deltas, and omegas. And that is just what it is. And so when you have the alpha, then you have that beta who's second in command. You have your gamma who's third, your delta who's fourth, your omega who's just sifting through the actual environment. And that's it. But those, those leadership roles are there. And people embrace those roles because they're comfortable in them. And that makes them feel that connected to their version of who they want to be in society. So why is it that we want to downplay the the effectiveness of those men just because of the fact that they're not an alpha? That's what I, I, I haven't come to really understand because when I've never met a true, true alpha in society that wants to pick on those men, like a true alpha. I've never met them that wants to pick on those men. One, they don't care because those guys aren't alphas. They're not threatening their position. And number two, most of them actually just respect these dudes for being who they are and showing up in a support supporting role to them in whatever endeavor that they're on, what, however they play a role in their ecosystem. And if we can continue to wrap our minds around this, then we can understand that it's, it's not a negative thing. If you're a guy that fits into one of those roles, it's really not, you don't have to be an alpha. And you don't have to be a beta and you don't have to be a gamma and you don't have to be a delta and you could just be an omega. <clears throat> you can't just be a guy that's sifting through all this shit and just <clears throat> of him uh, of him own self has no leadership value to anybody in his ecosystem. And that's okay. Th there's different roles for everybody in a storyline doesn't work in a movie without those roles filled, just like society doesn't even operate without a multitude of roles being filled. Right. So we have to gain respect for the value that every there somebody has to play a part in every role. What's important is that and you guys will see this in my book. And if you've heard me talk about this, I have mentioned it a couple of times. But what's important is that every man just realizes he's the hero of his own story. 
Now, don't get this confused. Being the hero of your own story just means that you are the priority in your own story. It doesn't mean that you necessarily all are the alpha within that ecosystem. It doesn't have to be that way. You just need to make sure that you are the hero in your own story, that you're never looking to anybody else to save the day or to for you or to take control of your life. You have complete control of your life. But your life could be the fact that you have 100% control of who you are, how you feel, how you show up in this world, but your role within the hierarchical structure is more of a supporting cast member to a bigger picture within social aspects. That, that's what we're getting at, I think, here. And I think this gets lost in translation because, first off, people want to just, just fucking beat up on everybody and I and criticize. And typically, you motherfuckers that are criticizing anyways have so many insecurities that you're, you're just doing it to put somebody else down because you see them and you see something that you value in them and, and it scares you because you don't have that or you're not very well versed in that. Or you see other people respect that, so you have to tear them down. That's... The, typically what I see in men when this mindset happens. But also what we're seeing is that men just don't even understand how this is built within society or how this is built within more of a social atmosphere as opposed to just using it to beat people down or beat other men down. So it is, it is worth talking about because I think the more that we as men can truly gain knowledge over this and understand these different aspects and roles of how every man plays within the sphere of societal connection. When we realize that we can stop, you know, really beating down on one another and support one another more in a way that says, Hey, like, I get it, bro. Like, I'm not trying to force you to be me. If I'm the alpha or the beta, I'm not trying to force you to be me or the, the uh, gamma. I'm not trying to force you to be me. I'm just trying to say that that is me and that your role. I also respect within our interaction and communication as human beings. But as long as you are the powerhouse in your own life, that's all that matters to yourself, right? Because that's where happiness, that's where authenticity is. So when we gain more knowledge around this, we can have a better conversation more on the respect that we owe one another, right? Because we do, we, we I mean, life is hard enough. Um, we make it immensely harder. And in all of that, if we are able to just have that respect for one another and say, hey, I, we respect each other's roles, we'll realize more or less that none of these people, the, the insecurities we're protecting, none of these people are threatening those insecurities. Those insecurities are just there because of the fact that we haven't dealt with whatever caused those potentially early on in our lives or in some, some aspect even recently in our lives where we felt insecure about whatever it was. So really gaining awareness around this, I think can help guys understand their role within society and embrace that role within society and also then embrace that authenticity within them as opposed to guys believing that if they're a beta that they're not a good dude or they're just not a man in general they're a little bitch like if that if we don't want guys to think that if that's tearing them down from finding their authenticity and you're not going to force a dude to be an alpha because it's inauthentic to him not everybody is a fucking leader now i believe everybody can be taught to be a leader but not everybody is a leader and not everybody inherently has the energy and the presence to command a leadership role 
And that's why it can be taught, but it doesn't necessarily get given to everybody. And so there are certain people in society that carry an air about them where they walk into a room somewhere or within five minutes of a conversation, you realize that person is a leader and most of the people look to them as a leader. There is just an energetic tie to this that's given to them. Now they still have to craft and learn and uh, master leadership skills. That is not that is not given to them, but the presence of a leader is given to them. That is something, there's a very big difference there. And we can get into that in another conversation down the road. But for the sake of this, we just want to address the fact that not everybody is a leader and that is okay. And you can't just force anybody to be a leader. And that's okay too. Um, we want men to embrace themselves. We want to, them to embrace the role that they have within society. And amongst that, the importance is that they are who they are as a man and they support themselves first and foremost, and then give that authenticity of them to the rest of the world. So we can all embrace that as well, because at the end of the day, it's just running through a successful life and looking back and saying, you're proud of all the ways that you handled the situations in your life and who you were. It's really what we're trying to get at guys. We don't have to make it any more fucking difficult than that. Like I said, it's already hard enough and we make it even more difficult. Sometimes I almost feel it'd be easier if we were back in the fucking troglodyte days in the caves and then just trying to fucking hunt and gather, right? Like to me, sometimes that would be a lot easier than all the societal bullshit and constructs we've created nowadays. But here we are. So we have what we have to deal with. And part of that is the evolution and the complexities of the human brain. And now we're dealing with that, but we need to stop beating down on one another and start lifting each other up, realizing that there are different roles, guys. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. Every movie and TV show you love is based on a person filling a fucking role. Every football team, baseball team, hockey team, and any other sport that you watch, every single one of them was aside from fucking tennis, right? Like anything that's an individual, but pretty much every sport that we all pretty much love watching for my friends across the pond, um, you know, watching football, which is soccer to us, you know, all of those sports are literally fun to watch, but only fun because everybody fills a fucking role. Everybody fills a role. Their teams that win are only successful because everybody fills a role. So why are we so opposed to embracing the different roles contributed by men? Why are we so opposed to that in real life? Everything we watch, everything we get excited about when it comes to entertainment is all based around this. It takes roles, guys. And, and with men and masculinity, there are different roles. And we just need to start understanding that so then we can start lifting each other up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel passionate about this because I think it needs to be a bigger conversation that we have. And I, I feel like this is something that we can have more of now that you guys are getting to, to learn it and understand it and be able to ask questions around it and start to come up with your own ideas and how you can incorporate this mindset of respect to these different roles within your ecosystem. All right, guys. If you haven't head, uh, headed over to Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, and you do listen to the podcast and love it, please head over there, check it out, give us a five-star review, let everybody know what you like about it so we can continue to impact the men out there and gain more of a community to support each other. 
On the other thing is, if you have not checked out the Elite Man community, go and check out the Elite Man community. It's up on my website, johnnylsasser.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, lsasser.com. The Elite Man community is open, and it's for guys that are really trying to gain awareness and gain mastery over their psyche and who they are as men. This authenticity I'm talking about, that's where it's gained, because we can't gain ownership of anything else really within our ecosystem if we can't own and control our own selves. So what we do is we give weekly videos in there. We got PDFs. We got different themes going on. We have a Q&A every month. We're going to have guest speakers coming in every quarter, some of the top men's leaders in, in the men's space. So go check it out. If you're ready to sign up for it, please do. We are looking to continue to grow that community and make it massive, guys. We want to make this a worldwide, impactful community where you guys can support one another and we can all learn and evolve together. So check that out. As always, guys, remember to drop the ego and stay humble. Until next time.